Canto third to the bridal of Triamane. This is part three of the bridal of Triamane by Sir Walter Scott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. The bridal of Triamane by Sir Walter Scott part three canto third introduction long loved long wooed and lately won my life's best hope and now my own doth not this rude and alpine glen recall our favourite haunts again a wild resemblance we can trace through reft of every softer grace as the rough warrior's brow may bear a likeness to a sister fair full well advised our highland host that this wild pass on foot be crossed while round ben cruach's mighty base wheel the slow steeds and lingering chase the keen old carl with scottish pride he praised his glen and mountains wide an eye he bears for nature's face ay and for woman's lovely grace even in such mean degree we find the subtle scots observing mind for nor the chariot nor the train could gape of vulgar wonder gain but when old allan would expound of balnebaish the celtic sound his bonnet doffed and bow applied his legend to my bonny bride while lucy blushed beneath his eye courteous and cautious shrewd and sly enough of him now ere we lose plunged in the vale the distant views turn thee my love look back once more to the blue lake's retiring shore on its smooth breast the shadows seem like objects in a morning dream what time the slumberer is aware he sleeps and all the visions air even so on yonder liquid lawn in hues of bright reflection drawn distinct the shaggy mountains lie distinct the rocks distinct the sky the summer clouds so plain we note that we might count each dappled spot we gaze and we admire yet no the scene is all delusive show such dreams of bliss would arthur draw when first his lucy's form he saw yet sighed and sickened as he drew despairing they could ever prove true but lucy turn thee now to view up the fair glen our destined way the fairy path that we pursue distinguished but by greener hue winds round the purple bray while alpine flowers of varied dye for carpet serve or tapestry see how the little runnels leap in threads of silver down the steep to swell the brooklet's moan seems that the highland naiad grieves fantastic while her crown she weaves of rowan birch and alder leaves so lovely and so lone there's no illusion there these flowers that wailing brook these lovely boughs are lucy all our own and since thine arthur called thee wife 
such seems the prospect of his life a lovely path on winding still by gurgling brook and sloping hill tis true that mortals cannot tell what waits them in the distant dell but be it hap or be it harm we tread the pathway arm in arm and now my lucy wottest thou why i could thy bidding twice deny when twice you prayed i would again resume the legendary strain of the bold knight of Triermain. at length yon peevish vow you swore that you would sue to me no more until the minstrel fit drew near and made me prize a listening ear but loveliest when thou first didst pray continuance of the knightly lay was it not on the happy day that made thy hand mine own when dizzied with mine ecstasy nought past or present or to be could i or think on hear or see save lucy thee alone a giddy draught my rapture was as ever chemist's magic gas again the summons i denied in yon fair capital of clyde my harp or let me rather choose the good old classic form my muse for harps an overscutched phrase worn out by bards of modern days my muse then seldom will she wake save by dim wood and silent lake she is the wild and rustic maid whose foot unsandaled loves to tread where the soft greensward is inlaid with varied moss and thyme and lest the simple lily braid that coronets her temples fade she hides her still in greenwood shade to meditate her rhyme and now she comes the murmur dear of the wild brook hath caught her ear the glade hath won her eye she longs to join with each blithe rill that dances down the highland hill her blither melody and now my lucy's way to cheer she bids ben cruach's echoes hear how closed the tale my love willier loved for its chivalry list how she tells in notes of flame child roland to the dark tower came End of introduction. 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 How Sir Roland came to the valley of Saint John and what he did there. Dear castle now must keep the hold. Spear Adam's steeds must bide in stall of Hartleyburn. The bowman bold must only shoot from battled wall, and Liddesdale may buckle spur and Tiviot now may belt the brand terras and ewes keep nightly stir and eskdale foray cumberland of wasted fields and plundered flocks the borderers bootless may complain they lack the sword of brave devoe there comes no aid from triermain that lord on high adventure bound hath wandered forth alone and day and night keeps watchful round in the valley of st john when first began his vigil bold the moon twelve summer nights was old and shone both fair and full high in the vault of cloudless blue over streamlet dale and rock she threw 
her light composed and cool stretched on the brown hill's heathy breast sir roland eyed the vale chief where distinguished from the rest those clustering rocks upreared their crest the dwelling of the fair distressed as told grey loaf's tale thus as he lay the lamp of night was quivering on his armour bright in beams that rose and fell and danced upon his buckler's boss that lay beside him on the moss as on a crystal well ever he watched and oft he deemed while on the mound the moonlight streamed it altered to his eyes fain would he hope the rocks gan change to buttressed walls their shapeless range fain think by transmutation strange he saw grey turrets rise but scarce his heart with hope throbbed high before the wild illusions fly which fancy had conceived abetted by an anxious eye that longed to be deceived it was a fond deception all such as in solitary hall beguiles the musing eye when gazing on the sinking fire bulwark and battlement and spire in the red gulf we spy foreseen by moon of middle night or by the blaze of noontide bright or by the dawn of morning light or evening's western flame in every tide at every hour in mist in sunshine and in shower the rocks remained the same oft has he traced the charmed mound oft climbed its crest or paced it round yet nothing might explore save that the crags so rudely piled at distance seem resemblance wild to a rough fortress bore yet still his watch the warrior keeps feeds hard and spare and seldom sleeps and drinks but of the well ever by day he walks the hill and when the evening gale is chill he seeks a rocky cell like hermit poor to bid his bead and tell his ave and his creed invoking every saint at need for aid to burst his spell and now the moon her orb has hid and dwindled to a silver thread dim seen in middle heaven while over its curve careering fast before the fury of the blast the midnight clouds are driven the brooklet raved for on the hills the upland showers had swollen the rills and down the torrents came muttered the distant thunder dread and frequent over the vale was spread a sheet of lightning flame devoe within his mountain cave no human step the storm durst brave to moody meditation gave each faculty of soul till lulled by distant torrent sound and the sad winds that whistled round upon his thoughts in musing drowned a broken slumber stole twas then was heard a heavy sound sound strange and fearful there to hear mongst desert hills where leagues around dwelt but the gorcock and the deer as starting from his couch of fern 
again he heard in clangour stern that deep and solemn swell twelve times in measured tone it spoke like some proud minster's pealing clock or city's larum bell what thought was roland's first when fell in that deep wilderness the knell upon his startled ear to slander warrior were i loth yet must i hold my minstrel troth it was a thought of fear but lively was the mingled thrill that chased that momentary chill for love's keen wish was there and eager hope and valour high and the proud glow of chivalry that burned to do and dare forth from the cave the warrior rushed long ere the mountain voice was hushed that answered to the knell for long and far the unwonted sound eddying in echoes round and round was tossed from fell to fell and glaramara answer flung and crystal pike responsive rung and legbert heights their echoes swung as far as derwent's dell forth upon trackless darkness gazed the night bedeafened and amazed till all was hushed and still save the swollen torrent's sullen roar and the night blast that wildly bore its course along the hill then on the northern sky there came a light as of reflected flame and over legbert head as if by magic art controlled a mighty meteor slowly rolled its orb of fiery red thou wouldst have thought some demon dire came mounted on that car of fire to do his errand dread far on the sloping valley's course on thicket rock and torrent horse shingle and scray and fell and force a dusky light arose displayed yet altered was the scene dark rock and brook of silver sheen even the gay thickets summer green in bloody tincture glows devoe had marked the sunbeams set at eve upon the coronet of that enchanted mound and seen but crags at random flung that over the brawling torrent hung in desolation frowned what sees he by that meteor's lower a bannered castle keep and tower return the lurid gleam with battled walls and buttress fast and barbican and ballium vast and airy flanking towers that cast their shadows on the stream tis no deceit distinctly clear crenel and parapet appear while over the pile that meteor drear makes momentary pause then forth its solemn path it drew and fainter yet and fainter grew those gloomy towers upon the view as its wild light withdraws forth from the cave did roland rush over crag and stream through briar and bush yet far he had not sped ere sunk was that pretentious light behind the hills and utter night was on the valley spread he paused perforce and blew his horn and on the mountain echoes borne was heard an answering sound 
a wild and lonely trumpet note in middle air it seemed to float high over the battled mound and sounds were heard as when a guard of some proud castle holding ward pace forth their nightly round the valiant knight of triamain rung forth his challenge blast again but answer came there none and mid the mingled wind and rain darkling he sought the vale in vain until the dawning shone and when it dawned that wondrous sight distinctly seen by meteor light it all had passed away and that enchanted mount once more a pile of granite fragments bore as at the close of day steeled for the deed de Vaux's heart scorned from his venturous quest to part he walks the vale once more but only sees by night or day that shattered pile of rocks so grey hears but the torrent's roar till when through hills of azure borne the moon renewed her silver horn just at the time her waning ray had faded in the dawning day a summer mist arose adown the vale the vapours float and cloudy undulations moat that tufted mound of mystic note as round its base they close and higher now the fleecy tide ascends its stern and shaggy side until the airy billows hide the rock's majestic isle it seemed a veil of filmy lawn by some fantastic fairy drawn a round enchanted pile the breeze came softly down the brook and sighing as it blew the veil of silver mist it shook and to devaux's eager look renewed that wondrous view for though the loitering vapour braved the gentle breeze yet oft it waved its mantle's dewy fold and still when shook that filmy screen were towers and bastions dimly seen and gothic battlements between their gloomy length unrolled speed speed devaux ere on thine eye once more the fleeting vision die the gallant knight can speed as prompt and light as when the hound is opening and the horn is wound careers the hunter's steed down the steep dell his course amain hath rivalled archer's shaft but ere the mound he could attain the rocks their shapeless form regain and mocking loud his labour vain the mountain spirits laughed far up the echoing dell was borne their wild unearthly shout of scorn wroth waxed the warrior am i then fooled by the enemies of men like a poor hind whose homeward way is haunted by malicious fay is triamain become your taunt devote your scorn false fiends avaunt a weighty kirtle axe he bare the baleful braid so bright and square and the tough shaft of heban wood were oft in scottish gore imbrued backward his stately form he drew and at the rocks the weapon threw just where one crag's projected crest hung proudly balanced over the rest hurled with main force the weapon's shock rent a huge fragment of the rock if by mere strength twere hard to tell or if the blow dissolved some spell 
but down the headlong ruin came with cloud of dust and flash of flame down bank over bush its course was borne crushed lay the copse the earth was torn till stayed at length the ruin dread cumbered the torrent's rocky bed and bade the water's high swollen tide seek other passage for its pride when ceased that thunder triamane surveyed the mound's rude front again and lo the ruin had laid bare hewn in the stone a winding stair whose mossed and fractured steps might lend the means the summit to ascend and by whose aid the brave devoe began to scale those magic rocks and soon a platform won where the wild witchery to close within three lances length arose the castle of saint john no misty phantom of the air no meteor blazoned show was there in morning splendour full and fair the massive fortress shone embattled high and proudly towered shaded by ponderous flankers lowered the portal's gloomy way though for six hundred years and more its strength had brooked the tempest's roar the scutcheoned emblems which it bore had suffered no decay but from the eastern battlement a turret had made sheer descent and down in recent ruin rent in the mid-torrent lay else over the castle's brow sublime insults of violence or of time unfelt had passed away in shapeless characters of yore the gate this stern inscription bore inscription patience waits the destined day strength can clear the cumbered way warrior who hast waited long firm of soul of sinew strong it is given to thee to gaze on the pile of ancient days never mortal builder's hand this enduring fabric planned sign and sigil word of power from the earth raised keep and tower view it over and pace it round rampart turret battled mound dare no more to cross the gate were to tamper with thy fate strength and fortitude were vain view it over and turn again that would i said the warrior bold if that my frame were bent and old and if thin blood dropped slow and cold as icicle in thaw but while my heart can feel it dance blithe as the sparkling wine of france and this good arm wields sword or lance i mock these words of awe he said the wicket felt the sway of his strong hand and straight gave way and with rude crash and jarring bray the rusty bolts withdraw but over the threshold as he strode and forward took the vaulted road an unseen arm with force amain the ponderous gate flung close again and rusted bolt and bar spontaneous took their place once more while the deep arch with sullen roar returned their surly jar now closed is the gin and the prey within by the rood of lanacost but he that would win the war-wolf's skin may rue him of his boast thus muttering on the warrior went by dubious light down steep descent
unbarred unlocked unwatched a port led to the castle's outer court there the main fortress broad and tall spread its long range of bower and hall and towers of varied size wrought with each ornament extreme that gothic art in wildest dream a fancy could devise but full between the warrior's way and the main portal arch there lay an inner moat nor bridge nor boat affords devoe the means to cross the clear profound and silent foss his arms aside in haste he flings cuirass of steel and hauberk rings and down falls helm and down the shield rough with the dints of many a field fair was his manly form and fair his keen dark eye and close curled hair when all unarmed save that the brand of well-proved metal graced his hand with naught to fence his dauntless breast but the close gibbon's under vest whose sullied buff the sable stains of holbork and of mail retains roland de vaux upon the brim of the broad moat stood prompt to swim accoutred thus he dared the tide and soon he reached the farther side and entered soon the hold and paced the hall whose walls so wide were blazoned all with feats of pride by warriors done of old in middle lists they counted here while trumpets seemed to blow and there in den or desert drear they quelled gigantic foe braved the fierce griffin in his ire or faced the dragon's breath of fire strange in their arms and strange in face heroes they seemed of ancient race whose deeds of arms and race and name forgotten long by later fame were here depicted to appall those of an age degenerate whose bold intrusion braved their fate in this enchanted hall for some short space the venturous knight with these high marvels fed his sight then sought the chamber's upper end where three broad easy steps ascend to an arched portal door in whose broad folding leaves of state was framed a wicket window grate and ere he ventured more the gallant knight took earnest view the grated wicket window through oh for his arms of martial weed had never mortal knight such need he spied a stately gallery all of snow-white marble was the wall the vaulting and the floor and contrast strange on either hand there stood arrayed in sable band four maids whom afric bore and each a libyan tiger led held by as bright and frail a thread as lucy's golden hair for the leash that bound these monsters dread was but of gossamer each maiden's short barbaric vest left all unclosed the knee and breast and limbs of shapely jet white was their vest and turbans fold on arms and ankles rings of gold in savage pomp were set 
a quiver on their shoulders lay and in their hand an assegai such and so silent stood they there that roland well nigh hoped he saw a band of statues rare stationed the gazer's soul to scare but when the wicket oped each grisly beast gan upward draw rolled his grim eye and spread his claw scented the air and licked his jaw while these weird maids in moorish tongue a wild and dismal warning sung rash adventurer bear thee back dread the spell of dahomey fear the race of zaharak daughters of the burning day when the whirlwind's gusts are wheeling ours it is the dance to braid zara's sands in pillars reeling join the measure that we tread when the moon has donned her cloak and the stars are red to see shrill when pipes the sad siroc music meet for such as we where the shattered columns lie showing carthage once had been if the wandering santon's eye our mysterious rites hath seen oft he cons the prayer of death to the nations preaches doom Azrael's brand hath left the sheath muslims think upon the tomb ours the scorpion ours the snake ours the hydra of the fen ours the tiger of the brake all that plagues the sons of men ours the tempest's midnight rack pestilence that wastes by day dread the race of zaharak fear the spell of dahomey uncouth and strange the accents shrill rung those vaulted roofs among long it was ere faint and still died the far resounding song while yet the distant echoes roll the warrior communed with his soul when first i took this venturous quest i swore upon the rude neither to stop nor turn nor rest for evil or for good my forward path too well i ween lies yonder fearful ranks between for man unarmed tis bootless hope with tigers and with fiends to cope yet if i turn what waits me there save famine dire and fell despair other conclusion let me try since choose however i list i die forward lies faith and knightly fame behind are perjury and shame in life or death i hold my word with that he drew his trusty sword caught down a banner from the wall and entered thus the fearful hall on high each wayward maiden threw her swarthy arm with wild halloo on either side a tiger sprung against the leftward foe he flung the ready banner to engage with tangling folds the brutal rage the right-hand monster in mid-air he struck so fiercely and so fair through gullet and through spinal bone the trenchant blade hath sheerly gone his grisly brethren ramped and yelled but the slight leash their rage withheld whilst twixt their ranks the dangerous road firmly though swift the champion strode safe to the gallery's bound he drew safe past an open portal through 
and when against pursuit he flung the gate judge if the echoes rung onward his daring course he bore while mixed with dying growl and roar wild jubilee and loud hurray pursued him on his venturous way hurrah hurrah our watch is done we hail once more the tropic sun pallid beams of northern day farewell farewell hurrah hurray five hundred years over this cold glen hath the pale sun come round again foot of man till now hath ne'er dared to cross the hall of fear warrior thou whose dauntless heart gives us from our ward to part be as strong in future trial where resistance is denial now for afric's glowing sky zwenga wide and atlas high zaharak and dahomey mount the winds hurrah hurray the wizard song at distance died as if in ether born astray while through waste halls and chambers wide the knight pursued his steady way till to a lofty dome he came that flashed with such a brilliant flame as if the wealth of all the world were there in rich confusion hurled for here the gold in sandy heaps with duller earth in corporate sleeps was there in ingots piled and there coined badge of empery it bare yonder huge bars of silver lay dimmed by the diamond's neighbouring ray like the pale moon in morning day and in the midst four maidens stand the daughters of some distant land their hue was of the dark red dye that fringes oft a thunder sky their hands palmetto baskets bare and cotton fillets bound their hair slim was their form their mien was shy to earth they bent the humbled eye folded their arms and suppliant kneeled and thus their proffered gifts revealed chorus see the treasures merlin piled portion meet for arthur's child bathe in wealth's unbounded stream wealth that avarice never could dream first see these clots of virgin gold severed from the sparry mould nature's mystic alchemy in the mind thus bade them lie and their orient smile can win kings to stoop and saints to sin second maiden see these pearls that long have slept these were tears by naiads wept for the loss of marinel tritons in the silver shell treasured them till hard and white as the teeth of amphitrite third maiden does a livelier hue delight here are rubies blazing bright here the emeralds fairy green and the topaz glows between here their varied hues unite in the changeful chrysolite fourth maiden leave these gems of poorer shine leave them all and look on mine while their glories i expand shade thine eyebrows with thy hand midday sun and diamonds blaze blind the rash beholder's gaze chorus 
warrior seize the splendid store would twere all our mountains bore we should never in future story read peru thy perished glory calmly and unconcerned the knight waved aside the treasures bright gentle maidens rise i pray bar not thus my destined way let these boasted brilliant toys braid the hair of girls and boys bid your streams of gold expand over proud london's thirsty land devoe of wealth saw never need save to purvey him arms and steed and all the ore he dined to hoard inlays his helm and hilts his sword thus gently parting from their hold he left unmoved the dome of gold and now the morning sun was high devoe was weary faint and dry when lo a plashing sound he hears a gladsome signal that he nears some frolic water run and soon he reached a courtyard square where dancing in the sultry air tossed high aloft a fountain fair was sparkling in the sun on right and left a fair arcade in long perspective view displayed alleys and bowers for sun or shade but full in front a door low-browed and dark seemed as it led to the lone dwelling of the dead whose memory was no more here stopped de vaux an instant's space to bathe his parched lips and face and marked with well-pleased eye refracted in the fountain stream in rainbow hues the dazzling beam of that gay summer sky his senses felt a mild control like that which lulls the weary soul from contemplation high relaxing when the ear receives the music that the greenwood leaves make to the breezes sigh and oft in such a dreamy mood the half-shut eye can frame fair apparitions in the wood as if the nymphs of field and flood in gay procession came are these of such fantastic mould seen distant down the fair arcade these maids enlinked in sisterfold who late at bashful distance stayed now tripping from the greenwood shade nearer the musing champion draw and in a pause of seeming awe again stand doubtful now ah that sly pause of witching powers that seems to say to please be ours be yours to tell us how their hue was of the golden glow that sons of kandahar bestow over which in slight suffusion flows a frequent tinge of paley rose their limbs were fashioned fair and free in nature's justest symmetry and wreathed with flowers with odours graced their raven ringlets reached the waist in eastern pomp its gliding pale the henna lent each shapely nail and the dark summa gave the eye more liquid and more lustrous dye the spotless veil of misty lawn in studied disarrangement drawn the form and bosom over to win the eye or tempt the touch for modesty showed all too much too much yet promised more gentle knight a while delay thus they sung thy toilsome way while we pay the duty due to our master and to you over avarice over fear 
love triumphant led thee here warrior list to us for we are slaves to love are friends to thee though no treasured gems have we to proffer on the bended knee though we boast nor arm nor heart for the assegai or dart swains allow each simple girl ruby lip and teeth of pearl or if dangers more you prize flatterers find them in our eyes stay then gentle warrior stay rest till evening steal on day stay o oh stay in yonder bowers we will braid thy locks with flowers spread the feast and fill the wine charm thy ears with sounds divine weave our dances till delight yield to languor day to night then shall she you most approve sing the lays that best you love soft thy mossy couch shall spread watch thy pillow prop thy head till the weary night be o'er gentle warrior wouldst thou more wouldst thou more fair warrior she is slave to love and slave to thee oh do not hold it for a crime in the bold hero of my rhyme the stoic look and meet rebuke he lacked the heart or time as round the band of sirens trip he kissed one damsel's laughing lip and pressed another's proffered hand spoke to them all in accents bland but broke their magic circle through kind maids he said adieu adieu my fate my fortune forward lies he said and vanished from their eyes but as he dared that darksome way still heard behind their lovely lay fair flower of courtesy depart go where the feelings of the heart with the warm pulse in concord move go where virtue sanctions love downward devoe through darksome ways and ruined vaults has gone till issue from their bewildered maze or safe retreat seemed none and even the dismal path he strays grew worse as he went on for cheerful sun for living air foul vapours rise and mine fires glare whose fearful light the dangers showed that dogged him on that dreadful road deep pits and lakes of waters done they showed but showed not how to shun these scenes of desolate despair these smothering clouds of poisoned air how gladly had devoe exchanged though twere to face yon tigers ranged nay soothful bards have said so perilous his state seemed now he wished him under arbour bough with asia's willing maid when joyful sound at distance near a trumpet flourished loud and clear and as it ceased a lofty lay seemed thus to chide his lagging way son of honour theme of story think on the reward before ye danger darkness toil despise tis ambition bids thee rise he that would her heights ascend many a weary step must wend hand and foot and knee he tries thus ambition's minions rise lag not now though rough the way fortune's mood brooks no delay grasp the boon that's spread before ye monarch's power and conqueror's glory it ceased 
advancing on the sound a steep ascent the wanderer found and then a turret stair nor climbed he far its steepy round till fresher blew the air and next a welcome glimpse was given that cheered him with the light of heaven at length his toil had won a lofty hall with trophies dressed where as to great imperial guest four maidens stood whose crimson vest was bound with golden zone of europe seemed the damsels all the first a nymph of lively gall whose easy step and laughing eye her borrowed air of awe belie the next a maid of spain dark-eyed dark-haired sedate yet bold white ivory skin and tress of gold her shy and bashful comrade told the daughter of almain these maidens bore a royal robe with crown with sceptre and with globe emblems of empery the fourth a space behind them stood and leant upon a harp in mood of minstrel ecstasy of merry england she in dress like ancient british druidess her hair an azure fillet bound her graceful vesture swept the ground and in her hand displayed a crown did that fourth maiden hold but unadorned with gems and gold of glossy laurel made at once to brave devoe knelt down these foremost maidens three and proffered sceptre robe and crown liegedom and seigneury over many a region wide and fair destined they said for arthur's heir but homage would he none rather he said de vaux would ride a warden of the borderer side in plate and mail then robed in pride a monarch's empire own rather far rather would he be a free-born knight of england free than sit on despot's throne so passed he on when that fourth maid as starting from a trance upon the harp her finger laid her magic touch the chords obeyed their soul awaked at once song of the fourth maiden quake to your foundations deep stately towers and bannered keep bid your vaulted echoes moan as the dreaded step they own fiends that wait on merlin's spell hear the footfall mark it well spread your dusky wings abroad boon ye for your homeward road it is his the first who e'er dared the dismal hall of fear his who hath the snares defied spread by pleasure wealth and pride quake to your foundations deep bastion huge and turret steep tremble keep and totter tower this is gwyneth's waking hour thus while she sung the venturous knight has reached a bower where milder light through crimson curtains fell such softened shade the hill receives her purple veil when twilight leaves upon its western swell that bower the gazer to bewitch has wondrous store of rare and rich as ever was seen with eye for there by magic skill i wis form of each thing that living is was limbed in proper dye all seemed to sleep the timid hare 
on form the stag upon his lair the eagle in her eerie fair between the earth and sky but what of pictured rich and rare could win devoe's eye glance where deep slumbering in the fatal chair he saw king arthur's child doubt and anger and dismay from her brow had passed away forgot was that fell tourney day for as she slept she smiled it seemed that the repentant seer her sleep of many a hundred year with gentle dreams beguiled that form of maiden loveliness twixt childhood and twixt youth that ivory chair that sylvan dress the arms and ankles bare express of lyulph's tale the truth still upon her garments hem vanoc's blood made purple gem and the warder of command cumbered still her sleeping hand still her dark locks dishevelled flow from net of pearl over breast of snow and so fair the slumberer seems that devoe impeached his dreams vapid all and void of might hiding half her charms from sight motionless awhile he stands folds his arms and clasps his hands trembling in his fitful joy doubtful how he should destroy long enduring spell doubtful too when slowly rise dark fringed lids of gwyneth's eyes what these eyes shall tell st george st mary can it be that they will kindly look on me gently low the warrior kneels soft that lovely hand he steals soft to kiss and soft to clasp but the warder leaves her grasp lightning flashes rolls the thunder gwyneth startles from her sleep totters tower and trembles keep burst the castle walls asunder fierce and frequent were the shocks melt the magic halls away but beneath their mystic rocks in the arms of bold devoe safe the princess lay safe and free from magic power blushing like the rose's flower opening to the day and round the champion's brows were bound the crown that druidess had wound of the green laurel bay and this was what remained of all the wealth of each enchanted hall the garland and the dame but where should warrior seek the mead due to high worth for daring deed except from love and fame end of part three recorded by nathan at antipodeanwriter dot wordpress dot com